0: Well, good evening everyone, nice to be with you again. And we'll continue this evening with our discussion from this morning in which we gave an overview of the, the, the feeling, if you will, behind the pen of Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami as he penned the most uh, poetic of his um, Mangalacharan verses of Chaitanya Charitamrita, hmm? the second verse of his Mangalcaran, which is uh, the second of two uh, Namaskar verses where the author, Krishna Kaviraj, offers his respects, pays his pranam, his obeisances um, to the powers that be uh, before composing his work. And with his second Namaskar verse, um he he comments that it is it is a the first one is general, so uh samanya. Second one the implication is is specific and it's specifically about, as we heard, the the deities presiding over the texts and they are Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Vitananda Prabhu. Hmm? And um we uh, highlighted the, uh, the the authorship we, we discussed that uh, underscored it uh, uh, of Kaviraj Goswami he's called Kaviraj after all as we as we as we know means that he's a uh, like an emperor a king amongst uh, poets and learned persons uh, as i mentioned this morning Chaitanya Charitamrita is not the only work that he he wrote uh, but the significance of that we we discussed to some extent. The the, the reason that it's in Bengali is not because he didn't speak or understand Sanskrit like the Goswamis, but um, because he wanted to take the work that they began that elevated uh, in the minds, arguably, of the public the position of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu from a local saint or mystic or whatever, um, or an unknown even to the position of um, that he rightly um, deserves reveal to the world who he is so to speak but in doing so they did it in a rather indirect way they weren't as, as forceful we used the example of um regarding their work in like a needle hmm, which makes a small hole if you were to poke yourself with a needle and out like a plow, which would make a very big hole. Hmm. Consider Balaram's plow, Dowji's <laughs> pull the plow out, makes a big hole. So Krishna's work is something like that, hmm. like the plow coming out. And that's why he wrote it in Bengali, not because he wasn't as scholarly as the Goswamis. Indeed, uh, it, their work is very, very well represented in his, his text Veritably, Chaitanya Charitamrita is the the experience of Rupa Goswami, hmm? of C- 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 Rupa Goswami's experience of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That's what it is, explained by Krishnadas Kabira. So he he knew their work very well, and as I mentioned, not only could he he, he read the Sanskrit, which was the scholarly language at the time, but he, he wrote in it as well. His yeah. uh, I mentioned his Govinda Lila as a Beautiful poetic uh, Sanskrit work. He also wrote a commentary on the um, Sanskrit commentary on Krishna Karnamrita of Bhilamangal Thakur. So he was a very literate uh, person, as all the authors who wrote about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu um, were educated, thoughtful people of the times, and quite a bit of, of, quite a number of contributions. He had a powerful, as we heard this morning powerful influence in, in Bengal and and beyond that even before he um, he, 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 he left Bengal hmm, to go to, to take sannyas to go south and and travel throughout the subcontinent <clears throat> so in the poetry again as I, I mentioned Krishnas takes uh, two uh, very extraordinary although we don't often think of them as such, um, uh, moments, uh, movements in the natural world, that being the, the rising of the sun and the rising of the, of the moon, full moon, it means. Um, they're big moments, as I said. We don't think we're too busy to think about them. If they didn't rise on any particular day, we would notice how important they are um, to us. And he's taking these two natural, uh, important, significant uh, movements of the natural world and combine them together in an unnatural way, better to say in a, in a, in a supernatural way, to uh, uh, by way of saying that the two of them rising at the same time, if you could imagine, the sun and the moon rising at the same time, hmm, He's, he's put these two together to try to describe, give us some idea of the significance of the transcendental, uh, the transnatural appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu in the world. Hmm? So we tried to get into this a little bit this morning. I think we were somewhat successful <laughs> in, in getting some sense of what he's trying to say by this, uh, this metaphor. He really is moved by the influence of, of Gaur Nityananda. And he, of course, did not have the association of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? He met uh, Nityananda Prabhu in, in a dream. It's not clear that he had his personal association. And in the end of Chaitanya Charitamrita, he identifies his guru as Raghunathās Goswami, hmm? when he glorifies various, um, amongst the uh, uh, initial immediate associates of Mahaprabhu, um citing their names and so forth, he singles out Raghunath as his guru. Prabhupada liked to think of him in his commentary as a disciple of Nityananda Prabhu, but I don't think that he had, there's any record of his having the personal association of Nityananda Prabhu. He's just, you know, just coming just after what they've done. hmm? And the Goswamis are picking up the pieces of that and um, writing about it and... Or have just written about it, and so what's a very extraordinary time in in the context of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance, and he is very, very moved by that. He's seeing and witnessing the influence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on others and their descendants, and it's fresh, and um, and it's uh, it, it has a very powerful. Impression upon him, and so he's he, he's trying to make that point in this verse. And this is his 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 main work, the work that he's most famous for. Chaitanya um, Charitamrita, Chaitanya uh, Charitamrita, and it is verily, as I said this morning, the book that establishes what is the orthodox uh, teaching of Chaitanya Vaishnavism. There was no big council, and and so forth. Um, and he, he he did this, and it just kind of. Came um, came to be understood as such. Various ideas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who he was and, um, and how he influenced people and the systems of glorifying him and so forth were in place, things were written about him and also Gaviraj went through them and looked at them in relation to, to, the, to, the, to the experience of Rupa Goswami and he deemed some um, credible, accurate Orthodox and some not, some not by way of speaking against them, some not by why not why not saying anything about them, more polite way, and that in reference to those who still were somehow glorifying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, perhaps in a in a heterodox way, but he, he seemed to have a little bit well at least they like him, hmm? uh, so <laughs> he, he 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 kind of dismissed them by way of not including them, but not singling them out. Hmm? Um, other things like the Mayavad perception and so forth, he, he does uh, take considerable time to, to uh, directly uh, dismiss that. And some other ideas also. Um, so it's a very extraordinary book, very important book for us. And we were talking about it. We, I've written something about, as I mentioned, these the 14 verses and so we're just going through them and talking about them and things that have come to my mind. And and, uh, and some of the things we spoke this morning uh, d- didn't come to my mind while writing, so I have to go back and include some of them because they were very interesting. <laughs> so um, so we, we didn't... Um, well, we spoke in, in general about the verse and the significance of the appearance of Gora Nityananda in the, in the vision of, of Krishna Das Kavirashko's Goswami and why that still... Um, is significant, hmm? arguably today, and and why it's a very powerful um, intellectual argument, a kind of argument that Krishna's Kaviraj himself invites in the book. Bring your argument. hmm? He does it not in relation to this verse, but in relation to the next verse of Mangalacharya, where he he begins to establish that Chaitanya Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna and that Krishna is, is the source of all avatars that point, he invites arguments. Bring your arguments, um, whatever they are. Hmm, let's discuss it. He's not afraid. He's, a, he's, he's very contemporary in his times. Hmm? It's obvious from his writing that he's aware of the various religious currents and philosophical currents of thought. And um, he feels like he's adequately uh, made a case for, in terms of the way in which people would do so in their times. For the position of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm, as Swami Bhagwan in a very special and extraordinary um, appearance, in an encore appearance, so to speak, that makes up for the for the for the lacking, for the failure of Krishna Lila. I mean, these are (laughs) that's a huge philosophical uh, uh, statement. Krishna Lila was a failure. from Krishna's perspective. That, it, it could only be resolved by Gaur Leela. I mean, so you know, he has to make a strong case to, to support such a point that would seem like like blasphemy. Uh, yeah, but he's confident about it. And so we talked about that and we talked a little about how, you know, how in our times, this kind of argument, the sentiment, the feeling... Of, this, of, of Kaviraj, I to the significance of the appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has considerable currency. And that is in consideration of very different philosophical currents, scientific information, insight from uh, observing the natural world and so forth. We are not intimidated by, by any of that that would seem to... Um, um, raise some objection as to the significance of of overwhelming We might, might be thought as two two Bengalis who appeared you know a long time ago and, and people made up stories about them or something like that and, you know if you, if, you, if you look at it carefully you'll get as excited about about it as as uh, Krishnas Kamiraj Goswami was in his time and feel confident that you have something to offer the world that um, that current arguments about what is important, what is valuable, how the world works um, in one of them we discussed how the world works, it's thought largely uh, that the world works in a mechanical way and, um, and there's no room for anything supernatural to have any influence on it and, uh, and this is still kind of the 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 the, um, the, the prevailing kind of paradigm in, in 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 philosophy and uh, and and science which is even a little re, little if not considerably resistant to even a shift from a quantum or a mechanical Newtonian perspective about natural laws um, and a quantum uh, perspective so it's hard for them to even go there but to speak of where where we want to take it from there, that the quantum perspective gives a little opening to. I mean, we didn't go into all these things, but just to, um, we we just kind of discussed the the very idea of the intervention of divinity in the world, hmm? and 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 how 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 well you know, like I said, it's a little hard to speak and. Um, Learned circles about the idea that at the, that there was a point in time where the earth fell into the plutonic regions and a boar, God appeared as a pig, and picked it up with his nose and so forth. And I don't <laughs> dismiss Brahma Avatar in the least by um, saying that. I mean, it is a little difficult, but 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 through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, all these things can be explained and seem very reasonable as they are. Hmm? In mm-hmm. the words. Um, through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who's a real person, so to speak, in the so-called real world, as it's thought. Our idea is the real world is the subjective world. And we've spoken a little bit about how our adhyatmic perspective hmm, uh, inhibits us from, from ourselves from pursuing that very strong theological or, or theoretical Theological point: You have to understand yourself. The real world is the subjective world. Hmm? We are so um, oriented Hmm? Uh, toward and identified with the objective world that we tend to think that that validation Hmm? Uh, requires that uh, a physical. Evidence and, and proof, and the, the whole show of the objective world is it's just like magic, according to the Bhagavatam. I think it's a very accurate and very comprehensive explanation of the nature of the world in in a word of two syllables, my, uh, hmm? that which means to measure and which means to illusion, which, which means illusion, which to me means it is an illusion to try to measure. Hmm? The finite world, hmm? as it's thought, even the concept of finite is is is, is questionable, according to the Bhagavad. So we can measure, as I said this morning, in a pragmatic way some part, and get some result, and use that information to provide something for our human condition. Hmm? It's practical, we think, and helps us in some way, but it's not going to answer the bigger uh, questions of, of life. Mm-hmm. And so to acknowledge that the whole of the objective world is immeasurable and, and unknowable. I mean we don't we, 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 we only have a subjective, materially subjective impression of what it is. In our minds, some impression of what the objective world is registers, and it's different in everybody's mind. Although there's some correspondence, intersubjectivity, and so forth, but but it's elusive. It's out of our our grasp, and so forth. And it's not the real world. It's not sat. It's constantly. Transforming sat means it doesn't undergo the transformation of having an origin, hmm? undergoing internal change and uh, disappearing. Hmm? Hmm? The self does not do that. This is the, this is the teaching. Hmm? This is the idea, and it is a unit of a world that's like that. There's time there. Hmm? It's trans, kind of the temporal time. Time is used there for leela, for succession, but not in terms of origins or conclusions, yeah. uh, hmm? dissolutions. Hmm? No beginning, no end. These are gratifying, uh, comforting ideas, actually, if you, if you think about them. Hmm? So... So to enter into the subjective world, Goa and Nityananda have appeared and make like a have created like a portal hmm? to the whole world of the Bhagavatam, this whole subjective world of the Bhagavatam, where all these extraordinary things are, are taking place. Hmm? They're actually taking place in the subjective world. The Bhagavatam is, is not... Speaking about the objective world in the way that we're accustomed to speaking about it, talking about it, and so forth. It hmm? only talks about it, contemplates it in ways that will help us pursue subject, our subjective reality, our, our the reality of ourselves as units of consciousness and the prospects of consciousness in the in the ocean, if you will, of consciousness. The depths of which have been plumbed uh, by Krishnas Kaviraj. Goswami, and Chaitanya Charitamrita. So, I want to discuss just briefly. It's a little bit of a reiteration of what we discussed this morning thus far. But I want to discuss briefly, as I said, in our concluding words this morning, the poetry of the verse itself, and break down the the, the words and and see what else Kabiraj Goswami is saying by that. As I said, it is his most poetic um, verse. In the uh, Mangal Charna, perhaps in the whole book. Hmm? It's very beautiful. Uh, he says, uh, One day, Sri Krishna Chaitanya. So, I offer my pranam, my deepest uh, respect, myself, I give myself entirely. And it prost- prostrated hmm? to and before these two. Hmm? One day, Sri Krishna. Chaitanya, Nityananda, Sahodita. Hmm? So, uh, here the word, uh, Saha means together. Hmm? Saha, Udita. Saha, Udita, uh, Saha means together. It, 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 it refers to both Gora and Nityananda who have appeared together. Hmm? One would have been enough and in his commentary, he says that one would have been enough, but the fact that the two have come, both of them, at the same time, he wants to uh, emphasize this and magnify this, uh, you know, uh, 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 how this, how this uh, uh, magnifies the significance, the two of them. And and the two of them, hmm, together, hmm, they have appeared, and the two of them are, as he explained in his commentary, Chaitanya Nityananda. Krishna and Balaram respectively. Hmm? As I said this morning, we have no way to prove that Krishna and Balaram ever walked the earth to the satisfaction of anybody in modern um, uh, historical uh, terms. Hmm? But we have Gaurana Nityananda (laughs) Prabhu who who are completely absorbed, so absorbed, hmm, if you will, in Krishna, in Balaram, that their very characteristics are apparent in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu in the ways that Kaviraj Goswami and other authors have pointed out. That's very uh, um, extraordinary, number one. And number two... These people that might be thought of Christian Balaram as imaginary by some people today, it's very difficult for imaginary persons to have such a profound effect, practical effect, as as they had on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityanandapur. And such a desirable effect, as we talked about this morning, they were a very happy people, hmm? uh, including Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his in his pools of tears, hmm? in his Pitiful, crying and moaning, hmm? the gnashing of his teeth and, 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 and is he the teeth you gnash, something like you like that kind, of, this kind of thing. Uh, this is the 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 the, the, uh, the a form of ecstasy, Chetanamab with the world that knows no. Uh, um, there's nothing to compare to in a religious history. Of the world, hmm? and the the term ecstasy, of course, does mean, I believe, uh, originally some type of experience, ecstatic, beyond the senses. One of which is, of course, the mind, the sixth. Beyond that, hmm? there's happiness. It means beyond the senses and beyond the mind. Hmm? They are very oppressive overlords who mm. are very subtle in their way of um, oppressing us mm. um, uh, 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 such that we don't identify them for what they are there's a the, the story of the man who robbed the bank and ran down the street crying someone robbed the bank someone robbed the bank so all the townspeople came and asked him which way did he go, obviously, and of course he pointed in the other direction while he went the opposite direction with all the money. So the mind works something like this. It's very oppressive, but it's very tricky in the way that it it it, 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 it works, and uh, we don't see it as the, the culprit that it is. But... Under the oppression, really, of the mind and the senses, we are living a very, very restricted and unhappy life. Hmm? Uh, It involves only some apparent contact with the objective world, which is just a bad fit, as science itself will tell us. How can something that is immaterial have an influence on the material? They don't go together very well. We agree with that, but <laughs> they don't fit. But that's not a reason to dismiss the immaterial. Immaterial. It sounds like it's not really important. <laughs> immaterial. Non-material. The, the the spiritual. The experiential. We start to talk about it like that. It does seem to have some meaning and some value. Indeed, all value lies there in the experiential side, the subjective side. That's why I say this is the real world. Experience, value, meaning, all come from that side, not from the objective world. Hmm? So when we try to get meaning, value, love, affection, happiness, anandam, hmm? as units of Satt, of being, that have no beginning, that don't undergo transformation and so forth, and don't dissolve. Being uh, units of 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 knowing, knowing means of, of luminosity hmm? that don't re- require anything to to shed light on them. Hmm? They're already there. We are illuminating the world. Swatat svitur barenyum bhagdeva Commentary on Brahma Gayatri, Srinamarsh makes the point, tat <inaudible> Tatsavitur. Hmm. The mental, the physical, the intellectual planes of the world, hmm. they're being illuminated, Savitur, <inaudible> by the light of the self. Hmm. This is a, a leap from the Perkernic, Copernican revolution. Where it was thought, oh, suddenly the world shifts around the sun, right? Rather than around the earth. Hmm? And the, the, the position of the rishis long before, and our position today long after Copernicus is no, that's not right either. Hmm?
1: Hmm? Uh,
0: everything is orbiting around the self, consciousness, the Atma, its Atma centric perspective. Hmm? It, it as gita says mm-hmm. apareya amitas tanyam prakriti vidime jiva jivabhutam mahabaho ya idam dharyate jagat dharyate jagat the world is moving around consciousness its consciousness generated mm, movement that sets the natural world in 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 in, in, in motion <clears throat> uh, mm many thoughts so (laughs) so uh, what was the point so they had this uh, this is this is our uh, our um, perspective hmm? Uh, the consciousness the subjective world is is, again is is the real world for good reason the world of meaning value things are moving the natural world the objective world moves around it Um, and so The fact that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu hmm, could be so absorbed as they are in Krishna and Balaram that they appear to be, for those who know about Krishna and Balaram, who've who've worshipped them, loved them, studied them in the Bhagavat and so forth, they identify their characteristics. And beyond that, of course, their identification with them, Gora and Nityananda's identification with them, has very profound... Uh, effect upon them which lends to the idea that they're real
1: Hmm?
0: not um,
1: uh, uh, uh,
0: and that the subjective world is real and it doesn't require hmm, objective so-called validation that modern people are so preoccupied with Hmm? so the point I'm making here is simple that uh, that while we cannot demonstrate his, historically that Krishna and Balarama were so-called real people that walked the earth hmm? and, and and for that matter that may be an adhyatmic way in which the Goswamis have spoken about that. I haven't gone into that yet um, but hmm. the person of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the person of this is empirically verifiable if you will, that they they walked the earth, hmm? and their their steps were large, hmm? in terms of their uh, their their contribution. And if we study it objectively, we can see it's an extraordinary uh, contribution, very worthy of our attention, very um, profound insight about the nature of consciousness and its prospects, hmm? and. Um, so, by studying them, by this is what we're supposed to do. We are, this is the the deities of his book, and this is our main book. So they are our deities, Goranatyananda. By focusing there, then we have the power hmm, to credibly um, um, uh, explain our philosophical insights in our tradition in the way that, that uh, will be compelling in the modern world today this is the this is the portal everything this is the center the appearance of gore and Itananda. Hmm? Hmm? then you can explain that pig how he lifted the world bur- all these things can make sense if I'm not explaining how it makes sense yet but but through chaitanya mahaprabhu you cannot deny their existence hmm? you can say as i said this morning as some people said some of the early scholars from the uh, West that studied Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that that it appears that he was an epileptic, Hmm? falling in epileptic fits and so forth. But as I often say, I mentioned this morning, the problem with that is that epilepsy is not contagious. And the ecstasy of Mahaprabhu, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, caught that epilepsy. He... he, (laughs) He's also feeling that. Hmm? And, at a, and, a, and, and at, a, at a very, very old age, he wrote this book. Hmm? That's significant. He testifies in the book. He has arthritis in his hands. Hmm? He can barely hold the, the pen, and it's not even a pen, really. Well, it's, what is it? It's kind of like a... It would etch it, I guess, on a, on a, on a palm leaf. I mean, it's not like texting, you know, (laughs) that you can do even while you're driving, but you shouldn't or something like that. Uh, It takes some physical effort comparatively. Hmm? There's no, um, you know, that little lady inside the phone that you you can talk to and she can type it out for you even. It's not like that. It makes considerable more effort. And at a very old age with arthritis in his hands, Living at Radakund, hmm? uh, you know, with, with stone floor and walls, and I mean, comparatively, it's a, a difficult situation for a young person. Hmm? Old didn't know he'd finished finished the book. Hmm? The point is, how? What kind of a person is this who will write this book? It's a very extraordinary book. It's caught the attention of modern. Uh, scholars even of religion who aren't uh, like crazy people like us who are following Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm? in, in in madness to write dissertations upon it and translations of it and and speculate about you know w- w- what it's about and so forth and this is written by somebody who, very old hmm? very poor and didn't know if he could finish the book before he passed from the world so what is his condition at that time hmm? what is the nature of his you know his his, his mental intellectual uh state hmm? it it's his testimony in a sense to the well the philosophy of we have you're not going to suffer as much from old age uh, arguably you can be an old person hmm? and and have credence and uh, value amongst the youth and for generations to come for that matter so so through his um through his pen that really uh, more than anywhere else i think the the significance of of chaitanya mahaprabhu nityananda come come to light he does give deference of course in his book to vrindavan das who's Book is very, very important in some other, other, other ways. In some more significant ways for practice. Um, but uh, as far as the full measure of what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was about came to give, and so on and so forth, we find that in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm. So um, um, through Gaur and through Nityananda, this should this should be the focus. And Kaviraj invites challenge, arguments. so he's confident. We are today, too. He says, with confidence, these two are Krishna and Dvalarama who appeared long time ago. They're appearing again, like this. I offer my respect to them. They have come together, both of them. And to say that, saha udita, that they have arisen together, hmm, in itself, is to say, he knows something about Krishna. Hmm? to say they came together i've made the point at other times that when we study chaitanya Leela, hmm, we come to the realization that uh, well the devotees of chaitanya mahaprabhu are writing about him and they're uh, they're thinking about him they're experiencing him and they're having flashes if you will that he's krishna Sometimes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would, would take the position of, of Bhagavan and sometimes the servant of Bhagavan hmm, as a devotee. And they would see this in the kirtan, at the, the uh, hall of, uh, of, of, of Sri Vastakur and so forth. Hmm? So they would think, he's God. No, he's one of us. Hmm? He's Krishna. And when they thought he's Krishna, they thought, He's Krishna. Who could give Krishna so freely except Krishna himself and he's giving but if he's Krishna they thought where's everybody else? This is a very keen insight hmm, into who is Krishna like I said earlier Nam Rupa Guna podhikar Lila hmm. Can't leave that body out. By nam, you become acquainted with the with the rupa, the form of Krishna. Hmm? Then you become acquainted with certain qualities of that form of Krishna that correspond with a certain type of love, like friendly love or romantic love. Hmm? Certain of his qualities. Hmm? And then comes lila, but before lila comes body some real acquaintance with. Real affection for the associates of Krishna, the associates of Mahaprabhu. Hmm? As Prabhupada sometimes said, Krishna is never alone. It's a very profound statement. Hmm? Yeah, this is beda bed, achin to beda bed. Krishna and love of Krishna, they go together. They can't be separated. Hmm? Love of Krishna and Krishna are one and different at the same time. Hmm? Krishna is the object of love. I said in the, in in Gita, Krishna Krishna begins to speak about himself in the Gita in the seventh chapter. First six chapters he speaks about us, so a lot of people like that part. <laughs> but when he starts talking about himself, they go, who's this guy? I think he is? <laughs> Everything comes from me. Hmm? Uh, uh, everything rests on me uh, like pearls on a thread. I'm supporting everything. Who does he think he is? Hmm? I've seen in the modern yoga community this this kind of response, like he's a little over the top. Hmm? But properly understood, Krishna is only talking about himself Hmm? indirectly. Hmm? He has to talk about himself if he's going to talk about bhakti. Hmm? Because he's the object of Bhakti Rasa. So, he's not really talking about himself. (laughs) He's really talking about Bhakti. Hmm? But he can't talk about Bhakti comprehensively without also mentioning himself. (laughs) Hmm? Bhakti is the center stage.
1: Hmm?
0: And this, so much comes to the fore in the appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? That is Krishna himself making the statement that I'm making Hmm? in no uncertain terms. I am playing second fiddle in this whole affair. Hmm? I have a supporting role, hmm? actually. And Bhakti has the, the lead role. Hmm? Jaya Radhe. This is the uh, Gaudiya Gaudiya Vaishnavism. A very revolutionary kind of idea. Hmm? Hmm. 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 So, they thought the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. if he's Krishna Where where is Bal Where is Jashoda Mai? Hmm? Where is Radha? Hmm? Where is where where is Sridam? Where is uh, Subhal? Hmm? Uh, without this there's no Krishna. <laughs> without them there's no Krishna, hmm? Hmm? this is the idea. Krishna means the absolute truth hmm? as, as a plaything hmm? in the hands of Prem Bhakti see how that Brahman that inflexible Brahman who's everywhere and can't move who's omnipresent who's omniscient who knows everything hmm? and for that reason is bored and static hmm? without any... who you can't even say anything about. How he's become so colorful.
1: hmm?
0: So colorful in the form of Krishna.
1: hmm?
0: How is that? By influence of bhakti. The more the presence of the sarup shakti, hmm? the more Bhagavan comes to life. And he testifies... In charge to the pen of Krishna's later in the text. Hmm? That really I am the I am the disciple, the dancing of Radha, that is my guru. Her her brain drives me mad. Hmm? So the associates of Mahabhu they thought, Who if he is Krishna, where is everybody else? And of course then they realized, we are everybody else. Where are we now? What kind of Leela is this? Hmm? And in order for the leela to proceed, then they'd have to forget about that. Hmm? And then again, have a flash of that and so forth. This is a very extraordinary leela, hmm? Gore lila. Don't think it is static. <laughs> it's super dynamic. It's the extension of the Christian leela, making up for the, the shortcoming of the Krishna leela. It is sadaka-siddha-bhumi. That land where siddhas where are playing the role of sadakas. Hmm? And playing in such a way, we can take advantage of their role as sattakas. learn from them how to enter into that land, hmm? making it accessible, hmm? which otherwise was, was, was it was not. The great gift of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So when he says, Vande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahagudito, he says, I, I offer my respects to Gore Nityananda hmm? who have come together Hmm? He knows, in other words, if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, there has to be a Balarama somewhere nearby. Hmm? If, if, if Krishna is coming, in the full sense of the term, that means Swayam Bhagavan Krishna, hmm? Dvibhuj Krishna, the two-armed Krishna, the flute-playing Krishna, Rasaraj Krishna, Yashodha Nandan, Nandanandan, hmm? Radhanath, this Krishna.
1: Hmm?
0: And uh, this Krishna is never, never really out of out, out of out of Balaram's sight. Hmm? Balaram is is the Mariyata Purusha in Krishna's life. Hmm? He's the he's the one that makes sure that Krishna behaves properly hmm? at the under the order of Yashoda. You're the older brother, Dauji. Hmm? So you watch out for him. Don't let him go to that lake, Kaliyadaha, in the, in the Javuna. Don't let him go there, where that snake is. Watch out for him. Hmm? If he eats dirt, come and tell me hmm? about that. Hmm? So forth. Of course he does. <laughs> and so He's always watching out for Krishna's good behavior. Hmm? He's never out of Krishna's sight, but wait a minute—he's out of—he's out of Krishna's never out of Balaram's sight, but with, wait a minute—you know there are some leelas where Balaram's not present there.
1: Hmm?
0: Not that he doesn't know about them, but he—he—he's he, he Krishna's not out of his sight. Hmm? Balaram is looking the other way on purpose. He knows he's there. Hmm? He wants to facilitate. And That seems to be the misbehavior of Krishna hmm? but Balaram is not interfering with that so properly understood it's not a misbehavior at all hmm? it's the most proper behavior to respond with the gopis in kind as best as he possibly can of course his ability to do so is exhausted by their surrender and their love and thus and thus the need for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Balaram is right there with him hmm? He purposely looks the other way. He purposely he knows it's going on. He knows if he's present by the rule of Rasa,
1: hmm,
0: his presence will inhibit the affair. Therefore he's purposefully not present. Because hmm? if the if Krishna's the elder brother is there with, 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 with Radha, then Radha cannot have the freedom. She has to be respectful in the presence of his elder brother and and so So he's purposely purposefully not there. But how he is present in Gorlila, as We are hearing in, the, in the, this morning, early in the morning, our discussion of of, of Gorlila in, in, the, in the in the early hours. Nishantalila, hmm? and uh, um, hmm? as we sing in the morning, what is that they sing? Um, hmm? Dijamane dinamane, uh, dijamane, hmm? hmm? dijamane bhakshatava. Dvijamane bhakshatava. Jalamala Sutra Dware This is Nitananda Prabhu. Hmm? Together with Krishna. Hmm? Either overtly so and obviously so. And if you say, I don't see him there, look closer. Hmm? This song says what? Hmm? Uh, dvijamani hmm? Bak- uh, Bhakshatava. Hmm? Jalamala Sutra Paduka Oh, look at the Dvijamani, the jewel of the twice-born Brahmins, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? and he wearing the thread, the Upanaya of the of the Brahman, and it is brilliant. It's hmm? brilliant, adorning his chest, so covering, encircling his his, his torso, the middle part of his body, hmm? and. Uh, lying on his bed as he wakes in the morning, hmm? at the, the the foot of his bed are his shoes, where that he will stand on, and uh, uh, above him is an is is is, a, is an umbrella. Hmm? Uh, uh, all these are descriptions of how Balaram, Nithai, Nitanandaram is is present hmm? in his apparent absence is in his bed. He's come back late in the night, late, 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 after Kirtan, hmm? just to catch a wink and rise and explain himself to Vishnu Priya. Where has he been all night? What happened hmm? at Srivasa's house? What's going on there? Things beyond her, her uh, capacity. Hmm? Huh? Where uh, where uh, where 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 the, where, where, where the Shakti consort in the form of Garadhar takes her place hmm? in Kirtan in the house of Srivas. Vas, and but so is where is Nityananda in all this. When now he uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has to speak a little bit about Rasilila at Srivas's house in in the form of Kirtan. We were chanting and this happened to us. Where did we go last night? We went to the Rasa
1: hmm?
0: How do you? <laughs> what do you say? You think well, Balram's not a part of that. There he is. Hmm? He is the the thread. Hmm? The sacred thread of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? He, he he is the umbrella over his head. He is the bedstead. He is the shoes under his feet. From top to bottom. Hmm? And in between, Ram is active in serving hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahodi So, along with, he understands. I'm going to make a point here, he says. I'm going to make the point that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, and Balaram has to be there. Hmm? So, here he is. This looks like him. Nitananda and of course as it be played out in the text it's obvious. It's, 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 it's that he does have some likeness to that um, that, that, that Balaram. Hmm? And oh Balaram's friends are there too, called the Dwarasagopals. And so, this is this is this is Chaitanya Vaishnavism. Such insight into the nature of Krishna. Many people will think, yes, our Guru is Krishna. Hmm? None of them will think, where is Subal? where is Sridham? They'll think, where is Radha? He'll have a Radha. <laughs> Perhaps that's problematic. <laughs> so, these Gaudiya people, no one, no one glorifies Krishna like the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. No one is so effusive in their uh, glorification and profound in their insights as to the nature of Krishna, he cannot be alone. These persons must be there. So, and Nityananda is there. saha udita, along, ra- arising, these two appearing, arising together. And udita means it means arising, it means that they gave rise, so to speak, to one another also. Hmm? Nityananda Prabhu was famous for what? Vajilgau ranga kahago ranga lahago ranga namare, ye janago ranga vajay what is his role in Gorleela? Oh, it cannot get bigger. We want to speak about the role of Krishna Das, the role of the Goswamis, it's huge, but the role of Nityananda that, that their role pales in comparison, hmm? In one respect. Nityananda Prabhu just boldly came out and began the whole sampradaya.
1: Hmm?
0: Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told him to taught, taught him to speak to to, to, to to give the teachings of Krishna, to chant Krishna Nam. Hmm? do bhajan of Krishna he said bhaja gauranga kaha gauranga hmm? we will chant Gornam hmm? and his teachings hmm? worship him and he said he said like this and whoever does this they're purchased by me and people heard him say that they go hmm huh. I'd like to be purchased by him. He's extraordinary. Hmm? What a bold person. With such feeling, he said, with such conviction, without any, without the Chaitanya Charitamrita having been written, we need a huge explanation. We need the book, a huge explanation to convince us of the divinity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu.
1: Hmm?
0: We need the Chaitanya Bhagavat. We need all the works of the Goswamis. Hmm? And still we are hesitant to, to jump in Prabhu did didn't wait for any of these things. Hmm? It just began the whole lineage worship Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? and he did it so it's such a compelling and powerful way, and and making a statement: whoever does this, they're purchased by me. And people thought, this I want to be purchased by him. <laughs> whoever he is, whatever he is, that, that will have I'll be in a good position.
1: Hmm? If,
0: in other words. I, 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 if he's on my side, hmm? Hmm? this is their their natural feeling. You can imagine what kind of a person he was. Such conviction to serve as that, and we as we heard this morning too, for that matter, Chaitanya Charitamrita comes from Nityananda Prabhu. It was his blessing that sent Krishna Das to Vrindavan, hmm? where we got the opportunity to write Chaitanya Charitamrita. The command, the order, but it was by his order directly. In the heart of Das, as Das says himself in his text, that um, uh, by, by Nityananda's order that Chaitanya, Ch- Chaitanya Bhagavat was written. Hmm? Where, would we, where would we be in terms of under, understanding Chaitanya Mahaprabhu without these texts? They come from Nityananda Prabhu. So he's a very big player, hmm? huge, hmm? in Gauralila. And he really started in an, in an unorthodox way without any theology or philosophy to the force of his bhakti devotion he started the chaitanya sampradaya by the power of his conviction hmm? he didn't give a whole you know he wasn't a big philosopher <laughs> to give all kind of reason why we should worship chaitanya mahaprabhu he just did it hmm? so he saulita means that he caused the uh, he come with with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he caused Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Uddita to to rise, to, to appear, for for who he was, to give notice to him. It was Nityananda who was very, um, um, uh, in the early leelas, bent on making the contribution of Goranga known, and he thought, let me find the vilest, immoral people in the world, hmm? and 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 make them devotees, uh, give them the grace uh, of, be the channel by which the grace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would come to them, then people would know, hmm, what what is the reach of their divinity? Even the the vilest person can become a sadhu by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's grace. This is, of course, the famous leela of Jagai and Madai, one of the ways in which Nityananda Prabhu um, made effort to make the position of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu known in the world. So he caused him to to rise up, if you will, to, to be to be seen. To, this is the this is the metaphor, right? That Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were like the sun and the moon rising on the eastern horizon of of, of simultaneously. Saudito Sa-odhi, refers to their rising and the rising, the metaphorical rising of the sun and the moon, and the idea that they are rising together. They come together. They're, they're inseparable, hmm? properly understood. Hmm? Again, Krishna's not alone. And as Nityananda Prabhu caused the glory of Chaitanya Mahabhu to rise, so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu caused the glory of Nityananda Prabhu to rise. He went out of his way, didn't he? Hmm? To teach his associates the extraordinary position of Nityananda Prabhu. When Nityananda Prabhu came to Bengal, to Nadia, Mahaprabhu said, a very special, some very special person has appeared today in is coming. I had a dream last night. Somebody came to my house and said, where is Pandit?' Hmm? He came on a chariot with a with a palm leaf hmm? flag, which is the flag on Balaram's chariot in, in Krishna Leela. Where is Pandit? Where is Pandit?" Hmm. He said, I think a great personality has come to, today. Go out and find him. Hmm. He sent his, they thought, they couldn't find this extraordinary person. So Mahaprabhu said, Come out, I will find him. And then they went and found him. He didn't look like an extraordinary person to start off, like maybe a crazy person. So Mahaprabhu said, This is an extraordinary person. Let me show you. Hmm. So he began to point out, hmm. To the significance of Nityananda before his devotees, that he might not be misunderstood owing to his unorthodox behavior.
1: Hmm?
0: And they met hmm, on the day before the Guru Purnim, which was just recently celebrated. That's hmm? uh, the reason why it's a significant date for us. It also corresponds with the, with the appearance of Sanatana Goswami. Um, but the day after they met, Gora, Nityananda and Nalila, it was a day for the the, the the Guru Purnim, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told Nityananda Prabhu, offer the you you should push him forward. You should offer the the puja for for Vyas hmm? on the Guru Purnima. Hmm? So he was giving the the the, you know, the position of leading the worship to Nityananda Prabhu,
1: hmm?
0: who when it came time to 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 offer the the garland hmm, he looked around turned around what did he do he gave it to chaitanya mahaprabhu <laughs> so they're pointing to one another is the point causing one another to be to be known in the world Saudita, vande shri krishna chaitanya nityananda Gododai Pushpavanto. Gododai. goraa refers to Bengal, hmm? West Bengal. Ghoda-desh. Hmm? Hmm? also means sweet. Hmm? Sweet. So it implies that, that this leela is very sweet. Sweet means it is madhurya. Madhurya means it is human-like, aprakrita. Hmm? Not full of Aishwarya in its appearance, that it, that, that it is obvious, God has come, hmm? but in a, in a human like way, in a sweet way, in a charming way. It makes God more accessible. The possibility of intimacy with the Godhead rather than reverential love. Hmm? But this sweet love, this is Vrindavan. Hmm? He's saying they've appeared Goda.
1: Hmm?
0: It, it means they are the same Krishna Balaram. This Godadesh is Vrindavan. Hmm? This Nadia is Vrindavan. Same. Hmm? Same lords, different leela. Hmm? It's a little camouflaged and I'm trying to reveal what he's saying. Hmm? It is, su- they, uh, they are appearing in the sweet land of uh, uh, of Goda to give a very sweet, charming leela, to give access to themselves, to Krishna and, 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 in, 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 in a way that um, the really only Godi Vaishnavism does. But, very nicely, he says, Gododai, Goda Udai Udai means rising. So, uh, arising on the, well, eastern horizon of Goda. Hmm? Goda means sweet. Udai means, uh, again, he's moving towards the metaphor of the sun and the moon that he's comparing them with, both arising at the same time on the eastern horizon of Goda. But the east is the direction of the gods, Hmm? So when you do the puja, then you turn east and when you build the temple, you face the deities east east, and so forth, or they stand in the east and you face them. I'm never sure about which that was, but east is the godly direction. Hmm? So he he gives the godly direction. He says, they're sweet, but they're godly. And these two go together because they cannot be sweet unless they're God, Hmm? acting in a human-like way. So this Aishvarya... And Madhurya, they are built to put together the whole of Bhagavatam. Hmm? Sri Vyas Roy is riding Bhagavatam and walking a tightrope between Madhurya and Aishwarya. Madhurya and Aishwarya. Hmm? He is Madhurya, but 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 he's God. Hmm? He, he, he's showing these, these things beautifully done. Very, um, I mean, the Bhagavat is. Amongst the revealed texts, there's no comparison. That's an objective. I mean, you want to look at the Bible, if you want to look at the Quran, you want to look at the Upanishads, you know, the other Puranas, even the Bhagavad Gita and so forth. No, I mean, li- from a literary point of view, from a theological, philosophical point of view, this is the most... I mean, these are not reasons that Jiva Goswami gives. He gives many other reasons why the Bhagavatam is so important and central to all the sacred texts. But just from a... Um, from a literary point of view, from a comparatively. I mean, this idea, like I said earlier, I mean, the Vishnu Purana is talking about God. The Padma Purana is talking about God. The Bhagavatam is God talking about Bhakti and, and having to talk about himself, as I said, because, well, you can't talk about Bhakti without talking about the, about the object of Bhakti. without can't talk about divine love without speaking about the object of divine love. He's taking a second role. This is a very... Extraordinary theological idea that it's not found anywhere,
1: hmm?
0: and it doesn't make it great, I suppose. But it, it but it's 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 unique to say the least, hmm? and it it's charming, compelling. It has it has it has credibility. It will be it it's sellable. It's very marketable idea. Hmm? Love, divine love. Oh, you start talking about that, and it's very easy to retire myavad philosophy. Buddhism and something. Well, that was interesting, but this is charming. Hmm? And the life of divine love obviously requires an object of love. Hmm? So, uh, he says, both things are there. Godadai, Godadai. There's, he's sweet and he's God. Hmm? You have to have that background of Aishwarya. It said if you take a a a, a jewel and then you put it on a you know, you see them in the jewelry store in the black background. It makes it stand out that much more. So, the Aishwarya in the background. Krishna, Vrindavan, that is sweet. But there is more Aishwarya in Vrindavan than all of Dwaraka, Mathura, Vaikuntha, and the whole material world put together. Hmm? The measure of Aishwarya that's manifest in Vrindavan is super-extraordinary. And the super-extraordinary thing about that is it doesn't change the feelings of the devotees of Krishna towards him at all. Hmm? We often say they don't know that he's God, but sometimes they do know that he's God. Hmm? At times of separation and at times of distress in the context of the Leela, sometimes they know and they think, well, it's good that our friend is God. <laughs> We're out of this one. Hmm? That's how they think about it. Luckily, Krishna is God in this case, hmm? but it's incidental. Hmm? And so, so the power—the real, the real significant power there—is their love. That, in the face of that Asvarya, that godliness hmm, does not; their love is not intimidated at all. It doesn't cause them to back off and 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 and, 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 and recede from a sense of. Of, of friendship or parental love or, or romantic love. It's just an extra feature. Hmm? My boyfriend happens to be God. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Can you beat that? <laughs> so this is, a, this is how they, they, they think. I mean, look at the Baishvari and the Brahmavi Lila. I mean, how could... You can't... What, can, what could exceed that? You know, it's big enough... There's, there's Mahavishnu... We think, we, we sp- speak about it poetically, from the pores of his body come innumerable universes. How many universes must there be? And his body's huge. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this is like, whoa! <laughs> Very uh, mind-boggling Aishvara. You receive go to South India, you see some of the deities of Mahavishnu. Hmm? Like I went to oh, From there I remember, oh, I remember I went to... Uh, um, Barkala, and there's a big, big, big deity of Mahabishnu, Janardhan. He's lying like this, like 20 feet long. 20 feet long type, shalagram type deity. I happened to go on a day that they dressed him like Gopal Krishna. Like, well, that's good. Because he's the, thought to be the source of avatars from that perspective. So the different days they dress him as Krishna today. Today he's going to be Ram, today he's going to be Nishringa and so forth. That hmm? was I thought it was nice of them, or some synchronicity there <laughs> that I could go to Vaikuntha and see Gopal Krishna there. Hmm? Um, so I mean, he's big, big. Hmm? Krishna described in the in, in in the Bhagavad as medium size. Medium size means not infinite, not infinitesimal. Appearing in medium size this is a term. From Nyaya, hmm? medium size, it means like ordinary. Hmm? But from him was shown to the four headed Brahma hmm? what? Innumerable Vishnus were emanating from the pores of his body, hmm? from whom innumerable universes were coming, and innumerable Brahmas and uh, Shivas. I mean, that's very, this, this is the way it's described in the Bhagavad. Hmm? Very extraordinary, Aishvarya. Hmm? No comparison. So, so we we emphasize the fact that Vrindavan is the land of sweet love and so forth. But this background of this Aishvarya is there, and that of course is what makes it sweet. Because without that, well, it's just an ordinary an ordinary boy. Hmm? Uh, but if it's God acting like this, as you know, well, that makes it very. Charming, and it is very. If you get that point, then you can sit and listen to Krishna Lila all day long and laugh and be charmed by all of the the humanness of it. Hmm? But you, you just you just would not do that. Hmm? It's just a story of an ordinary boy doing this or that. What makes the devotees jubilant hmm, is the idea in the background. Hmm? Oh, and it's God, and He's doing that. It's, it's God, and He's doing that. It's very compelling.
1: Hmm?
0: It's true. <laughs> Uh, so uh, uh, he's the object of our worship and he's doing he's acting like us he's one of us this is what you come to you think he's like us that's why we resonate with it he's human-like he has his frailties and so forth we heard this morning that Vrindadeva was panicking
1: hmm,
0: early in the morning
1: Hmm.
0: panicking because Radha and Krishna had fallen asleep and daybreak was about to come hmm? He had to, they had to get home into their separate beds and without being caught. She's panicking. And We find this, very, this our object of love. This sounds like something like we would do. Hmm? We were out at night and we were ca- we were about to get caught, and be, you know our friends would, you know, intercede and so forth. So what what that's about? That feeling, that feeling that you get when you hear the, when you read the Lila, and it just like puts a smile on your face. What's happening is you're, you're realizing my object of love is like me. Hmm? That this, this is, this is, is the whole feeling of Braj. He's one of us. He's the Braj Basi.
1: Hmm?
0: You see, this is, this is Madhurya sweetness, intimacy. Hmm? This is how you're entering into that without, without thinking it out, helping you think it out. That's what's happening.
1: Hmm? Hmm?
0: So, Madhurya and Aishwarya Gododai Pushpabanto. Hmm? Then he gives the word, very, Pushpabanto, sun and moon together. Somehow it means that. i never tried to figure that out, but it's a very, it's a unique word, uh, as the idea is unique. Sun and moon together, rising. Pushpabanto, Chitro, Bandeeshi Krishna Chaitan, Nityananda dityananda Gododai, Goda, udai, sweet, aishvarya he's the God, hmm? and he's. Uh, and he's sweet, human-like. Godadai pushpabanto. Hmm? So that sahaudita refers to Gornathai and to the sun and the moon who they're being compared to, arising on the eastern horizon of of, of, of Goda, that sweet place of of, of human-like leela, sadaka-siddhubhumi, where siddhas are playing like sadakas. Rising together at the same time, chitro. He says chitro, chamatkar. This is astonishing. Hmm? This astonishment, chamatkar, is said to be like kind of the basic, kind of um, basis of, of rasa. It's a it's a moment of astonishment, of of emotional astonishment, rasa. Hmm? Citro, hmm? hmm? citro, samdhu, do. It is very wonderful he said. <gasps> He's gasp, gasping at them. <gasps> it is wonderful. Hmm? And and and, 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 and what, what proceeds from that from their appearance? Hmm? Chitro samdho tamonodo. Chitro samdho sama. Hmm? Sama is the the son of Dharma. Hmm? It represents equanimity, peacefulness, self-control, saintliness. Hmm? It means they arise, and as they arise, and we allow them to arise in our lives and influence our lives, and enter our hearts and all of thereabout. Hmm?
1: Hmm?
0: This uh, this peacefulness will come in. Uh,
1: uh,
0: the saintliness will come. As I said, you don't need the varnashram dharma. Do bhakti, you become religious automatically, saintly, peaceful, controlled. Hmm? More than you can't get self control from varnashram practically. Hmm? I said I said that's a cage. Remember, <laughs> As we spoke this morning. So, sam do means. Oh, they make the heart clean. That means peaceful. Hmm? That means now you can meditate because you haven't got other things in your heart that are distracting you. You can't sit because you got to go here, you got to go there. I want this. I want that. Hmm? Problem. So they remove that. Hmm? Oh, I mean Krishna. And there's the heart. His name in the form of a sweeper. I've given the example, but in the form of a sweeper, he sets up a shop to sell magic brooms. Hmm? And in the heart, there are so many other multi-corporations already set up there with neon lights flashing. Hmm? Buy me. Put your stock, invest in me. Spend your time in me. Hmm? All these big flashing... Hmm? Sirens and uh, signage and so forth. Hmm? Trying to... Uh, 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 the glare, the glitter of the of the objective world. The magic of it. Hmm? The prospect that you could have. And by having, you could be more. Hmm? Hmm? We, we're just moving according to that. Here comes some guy, sets up a shop, selling brooms. What? Brooms. Hmm? Try one. They're free, he says. Watch See my magic broom. He moves the broom like this, sweeping. Hmm? Krishna Nam comes like a sweeper, and what is he? He sweeps and a little dust is removed. A little dust from the heart is removed and the self shines out. And it just the self, just the Atma.
1: Hmm?
0: It just it it it, it 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 makes all the other lights. Go dark, go dim, hmm? with all the force and artificial power to, to attract us, hmm? with lights and signage and sounds and and so forth. It all but goes dim, quiet, hmm? in the in the brightness. Just a, just a glimpse of the self. Of course, we glimpse the self in the context of bhakti. So there's at, atmaram. Atmananda and just a little bhaktiyananda. And hmm. you say, that was ecstatic. Hmm. I was fired up or something. Hmm. That was, we, 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 the, we, we go beyond the mind for a moment, the demands of the senses, hmm. all these influences, just a little moment. Hmm. See, want a broom?
1: <laughs> Take a broom. And sweep,
0: what's underneath there? It's very valuable. It's you. Hmm? It's you, and if you use this broom, then then you can fly on it. <laughs> Once you come out, you're going to get on the broom, broom, and fly high in the sky. Of your spiritual prospect as high as you like. Nam is is swarup. Chant and make a wish. Hmm?
1: <laughs>
0: That's marketable, fun. <don't> <laughs> Chant and make a wish. Hmm? I want to be the friend of Krishna, <laughs> something like that. I want to be the servant of Krishna, make a wish. And nam chintamani swarup. Hmm? Chintamani means the wish stone, right? You make a wish on the stone, it comes through. You take the stone, and you touch it to iron, it turns to gold. Hmm? It's called the philosopher's stone, something like that. Hmm? So nam has been compared by bhakti would note like this to uh, Chintamani swarup hmm? make a wish hmm? and flies high in the spiritual sky of your, your desires you're like hmm? only one qualification there for flying there give up all other ideas <laughs> all other uh, desires then because they will be holding you down. that's the magic of the broom hmm? you let go of everything else then the broom will take off. Something like that. Hmm. So, hmm. so this means samdo. Samdo means oh, he gives a he gives a benediction. They hmm? go they give a benediction. Chitro samdo and nudo. Hmm? They they give it's it, 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 twofold. They give what is described in Bhagavad Gita. It's twofold nudo, the, the, the darkness of ignorance. Hmm? Uh, Kabirach calls it cheating, the, dar- the, the cheating, cheating yourself. That is done away with. Hmm? And as done away with, then the full benediction that they've come to give, which is hm, Preem bhakti appears in the heart, and prem has a shape, a form. So as it's cultivated, it takes a shape and a form. We can do leela, seva and so forth. But praying is panchama purushartha, preem, prayojan. Hmm? Hmm? It is the fifth goal of life. It is beyond dharma, artha, kama, moksha, the desire for which das says, that is tamonudo, that is the darkness, mm. that is the cheating. Hmm? The desire for these things. We desire... To be for dharma. Sometimes that means we desire to be virtuous. Sometimes, Hmm? if others are watching, Hmm? we we desire to be virtuous, or or we (laughs) artha. We 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 desire to have um, um, security, artha, Hmm? a fence, some walls. Some money in the bank account. hmm? Artha, some security. We desire to have... To be virtuous. To have security. Stability. Dharma, Artha, Kama, to be pleasured. hmm? We desire these things. hmm? The the problem is we are these things. hmm? We want to have these things, but wanting to have them... You see, this is the problem. Wanting to have them... Obscures the fact that we are them. We are a unit of virtue. We are virtuous by nature. The Atma is virtuous. It's Sat, truthful. Hmm? It's it's Chit, it's it's secure. Hmm? It's Anandam, joyful. Itself, it doesn't need to seek pleasure. It is. It is pleasure. Hmm?
1: Hmm?
0: So th- th- this is, of course, the idea. The more we try to have, the less we actually be. Hmm? It comes up in a lot of our language also, where we say, "I have a problem." "I have a problem." is one way of saying. I am troubled. You understand the difference? I am troubled. I am troubled means I—I I am a subjective condition called troubled. You understand me? To be troubled, to be troubled. I am troubled. That's a subjective reality. To say I have a problem in languages is to objectify. A subjective reality, hmm? and un- kind of unknowingly, unconsciously, it's just our language speaks about how we identify with the objective world.
1: Hmm?
0: You just a, 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 a condition, a subjective condition has become a thing that you have suddenly, but you don't have any problem. It's not a, something that you have. It's something that you, you are, are I am troubled. I am happy. In Bengali, I don't think we have this word we have to have. We have, right? So we, we have, like, how would you say, I am troubled, or I have a problem, um, or amiku balavache. Hmm? Uh, of me, there is happiness. Hmm? Of me, there is happiness. <laughs> uh, 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 so, it would be, I don't know the word for trouble. Of me, there is there is uh, sorrow, Hm? Not I have a problem. So it's a better language for speaking about, in a sense, the reality that we we are, we be, hmm? and having does not enhance our being. The sense of having is what gets in the way of our really being all that we can be,
1: hmm?
0: and all that we can be is is not is is being what we can be. How we can be ornamented, if you will, by the influence of bhakti. So that means we can we can love. Indeed, we can be love. That's the whole idea. To be love. To be a unit of sakya, madurja, patsalya. That's the teaching. And that's to be more than Krishna, because Krishna is moving around that. Hmm? whoever there that is Krishna has to go there hmm? so Kabiraj Goswami says and, and, and neither do we need to be liberated we are liberated hmm? the atma is is, 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 is liberated in, in other words it is nityasiddha it is eternally existing it's not something that, 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 that it's a, there's a perception that we're not hmm? liberated but we are. That doesn't mean we don't have any sadhana to do and we talked about that the other day. Uh, The mayavadis, the the, the pseudo advaitins. they like that. You already are enlightened. hmm? Trying to be enlightened, that is the last, that is the biggest maya. hmm? You're sadhana, you big sadhana, you're you're in the biggest maya. hmm? Don't think like that. (laughs) That's that's an intellectual sleight of hand to keep you in Maya. Uh, <laughs> okay. It would certainly keep you in samsara. You could say samsara is nirvana, but talk is cheap. Mm. Something like that. So he says, no, samdo tamonodo. And in order for this samdo, hmm, the full benediction of Gornathai to come in our heart, then this desire for dharma, artha, kama, and moksha, then has to disappear. Hmm? And they're very good at that. He teaches, he goes on in his commentary, Krishna's Kavirash Swami to say, and the way in which Gornatai do this is what? How do they do this? He says, how do they how do they give their benediction? Hmm, so profound and such that it that that benediction taken advantage of clears the heart of the desire for for all these things. Dharma, art, the common moksha, if you study these things, it means all, it covers all desires of material existence. Hmm? These are categories. Hmm? Dharm art, the common moksha, all, Dham, Kama, all the desires of the world can fit within. Hmm? So he says, what is this powerful gift that they give that causes this to happen? How do you get it? How? You might say, well, they came, they went. Now what? How do we get it? Hmm? He says, no, they came. He's speaking, as I said this morning, just after they came.
1: Hmm?
0: He didn't have the darshan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the direct association of Dityananda Prabhu. So he's teaching us how to get the benediction in their apparent absence. They came, they left, but Vaishnava lives in sound and living tries to spread the name around, as I said, Lai Bhakti we know. So he said, "You they get it, you get it like this. They, this Gaurantananda, they bring us in touch with Two Bhagavatas, he says. The Grantha Srimad Bhagavatam grāntarājaki jā, hmm? this book and the person Bhagavatam who is living in the book hmm? who can speak the language of love, which is the language of this book, the Samadhi Basha of Vyas, and then can translate that into the language of reason. Hmm? and try in that way to communicate that with us in such a way that our intellect can be arrested. Hmm? Hmm? Then stop, stop from guarding our heart and not letting anything in. And then this message can go direct to the heart hmm? and have its full effect. Hmm? This kind of uh, good fortune that is created by Gaurana to find the book Bhagavad. And the person Bhagwat. Some people think today we just need the book Bhagavat.
1: Hmm? Book. Hmm?
0: But uh, this is not the teaching of Krishna's Kali Rash. Two Bhagavatas. Indeed, hmm? we often say that Shastra Praman, the evidence from Shastra, is, is conclusive. Majiva hmm? Goswami explains in. Sarvasam Vodhini, citing the Purushottam ta- uh, Tantra, uh, Purushottam Tantra, that that the most comprehensive pramana or evidence is Shastra Yukti, which when you have the Shastra and the Yukti, the reasoning about Shastra that comes from somebody who has, who has that feeling, who has a taste for it, who has sufficient ruchi, hmm? who, who for whom the, the, the medicine of the Bhagavatam has become food. Hmm? It means, you know, you think, now it's time to take the medicine, okay? Hmm? Okay, I've got to take my medicine now. With regard to food, we think, when is lunch? Hmm? When will we eat again? When will dinner be? Hmm? Could we have a snack in between? Hmm? Uh, So (laughs) we The way we think about medicine, the way we think about food is different. In your life, it will come. The medicine of the Bhagavatam will become food. Hmm? Then you can speak about Bhagavatam in a compelling way. Hmm? Uh, then you can, you can engage in real yukti explaining the impl- logical implications of the scripture. Hmm? And this, Jeeva said, this is the most comprehensive um, pramana, evidence. So don't leave out the Bhagavata. Hmm? He is the active agent, she is the active agent of divinity and the the book, the grantha, that is the passive agent. They work together. Hmm? So this way, Krishna Sankaravaraj Goswami, he has um, penned a beautiful verse in Glorification of Gaur. And then we spend a couple of sessions speaking about it. Are there any questions? Yes. I just want to ask about
2: that kind of um, sprain
0: because chicken and I have
1: to is giving something that was never given before.
0: And what kind of brain is that? That's coming ahead. I don't know if we'll get there because we're going at a slow pace for good reason. Um What kind of brain is that? But that is coming, let's see, that is a couple of verses ahead now. One, two, we might get there.
1: Hmm? Mm-hmm. Huh?
0: there's a basic answer that it is the prema of Braj mm? Charibhav of Braj mm? these four Dasya, Sakya, Vatsali, Madhurya but I think that that's a big subject and there's a whole verse of Rupa Goswami's that's part of his Krishna's Mangal Charan that deals with that so and other interesting things like Kali Yuga we have to discuss uh, from the Adibhautic perspective so I think we'll answer your question in a couple of days. You'll be here, right? Okay. You should be a permanent feature of all of my, uh, fe- you know, festivals, retreats here in Poland. You always have good questions. Coming all the way from the United States, like me. So, what else? Speechless. Okay, yeah. Here we go. I
2: have a question about the time, dear you mentioned how there's
0: it's a difficult yes. subject. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a kind of time in, in the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this made me think of, of something I read in an article about about time in Sankhya and how uh, one of the main differences between what scholars call classical Sankhya and the Sankhya of the Bhagavata, as taught by Lord Kabila in the third cantor, is that in, in, in the Bhagavata Sankhya, time is awarded a separate uh, tattva. There's, there's the ordinary Sankhya tattvas, 25 tattvas, and then time is, is, is mm-hmm. 26. And, and that doesn't really <clears throat> fit into this Sankhyaan idea of evolution and devolution, but could it be understood that, that Bhagavatam adds uh, time as a, as a tattva to, to uh, accommodate this kind of spiritual time? What is that? That's my
0: speculation. I haven't thought about that at any any length or uh, studied time from the sankhya um, perspective. Um, but um, certainly, the sankhya doesn't the philosophy in itself, where time is thought of differently, as you're pointing out, the bhagavatam doesn't posit any kind of a spiritual world. Hmm? And so it's it's possible I'd have to look at it to think how credible such a conjecture is, but um, um, it is I suppose unique hmm? the Bhagavatam's take on time and the fact, as you say, that that well as we know that that the Bhagavatam also is speaking about the subjective world in a way that 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 uh, Sankhya philosophy is not. And there's a place for time there as well. It, 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 may, it may be a reasonable uh, conjecture, but I think it would have to be researched a little bit and played out. And time has never been um, one of my favorite uh, subjects. <laughs> it's very uh, elusive. And uh, maybe I should pay some time to that. <laughs> uh, and so I, I, I cannot... Um, and, a, a, give a wholehearted uh, uh, support to your conjecture but I think it's it's interesting and worth pursuing and I have to look at it a little bit hmm? and you need to look at how Baladev talks about time hmm? in his Gita commentary and, and so forth uh, there's a nice um, work You may be familiar with um, an older work. It was a dissertation of Mahanam Brahmachari Vaishnava something, yeah. And um, he writes interestingly there about Gaudi Vaishnavism. This is a long, long time ago. You know, decades ago uh, from Bengal. His his dissertation um, about Bodhi Vaishnav. in the context of that, he speaks about time, different kinds of time. Time one, time two, time three, time four, to accommodate the different types of time, time in this world, time beyond, and so forth. So that would be a good place to, to look. Vaishnav, hmm, I forget. I, I have a copy of the book, It's Falling Apart. I found it always very interesting, and disciple, He writes in a very kind of adi you know, sense about Goethe-Vaishnavism. Um, and there, his, his part about time was always like a little, caused my head to swell a little bit, so um, I thought at times, to go, at times to go back and try to digest his perspective. I think it's very, it would be very useful mm-hmm. in terms of uh, answering your question place to begin, perhaps, some further research. Vaishnavedanta, yeah. Mahana Ambrata Brahmacharya. What else? Yes. Yes. Okay. This might be a stupid question, but you said that
2: the associates of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, understood um, or moments that they were uh, the associates of Krishna uh, and I've understood Chaitanya uh, Mahaprabhu to be to have come as he did in order to uh, somehow experience Radha's love for Krishna uh, but but where is Radha there? I mean, they understood
0: that they were the associates but is, is that where she is in that or that's coming too, but we won't get that far. Hmm? <laughs> That's coming in the last last verse of the Mongol Charn, where there's some discussion of Gadadhar. So graddhar is the Radha of Gorlila, hmm? but it's a very interesting um, subject because Caitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna, and he's trying to be, really become Radha.
1: Hmm?
0: But Radha is there in the form of Gadadhar, so it's a very interesting theological um, subject, hmm? how Radha is present and how Chaitanya Mahabubha becomes Radha and what becomes of Gadadhar as Caitanya Mahabu be- becomes Radha. Hmm? So um, uh, it's a very complex. It's such a complex topic that Kirshandas does not go into it in detail because his book wants to emphasize this very esoteric point in itself, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna and he's entering the mood of Radha, which means he's becoming Radha. He says at the end of his book, the last verse of Shikshastakam, Radha spoke this verse. Hmm? It's coming from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So he's successful. His mission accomplished. And now to say, and by the way, Gadadha is also Radha. Like, whoa, that's like, uh, how do we digest all of this? I think that's part of the thinking of Krishnadas in not emphasizing the position of Gadadhar. But there's also other reasons why hmm? it's more—it's actually more glorious hmm? to not mention Kadadhar's position o- overtly. And if we study him in the context of the lila, we, we, we see how exalted is the position of Gadadhar, who is Radha, who steps out of the way and makes it all possible for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to, be, to enter into Hrubba. Without Gadadhar, he could not have done that. Hmm? So the whole purpose of his Lila is dependent upon the Gadadhar. He's key to the whole thing. And he does it by, by very carefully, at a certain point, in Puri, getting out of the way, hmm? fading to the background, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could have, have the glory of being who he is and so forth. So really... He is the most glorious person in all of chaitanya Leela, but he has this kind of subdued position, which is which is um, really the position of Radha. She Krishna's coming to say, it's Radha, it's all about Radha, it's not about me. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I want to tell the world. Hmm? Uh, I mean, she doesn't like to hear that at the same time, because for her, it's all about him. Hmm? How could she be as ecstatic as she was in the emblem of... Perfect love, if it weren't for him, that she's preoccupied with, which causes her to be the way she is. So it plays both sides. We talked about this the other day. Krishna's wondering, what is it in her? Am I God? Maybe she's God. Look at it. She has more, knows more about love than I do. That can't be. Then he realizes she is the way she is because of her preoccupation with me. So there's something in me. I am who I am, <laughs> who they say I am, who the scriptures say I am. I am the perfect object of love, but there are things about myself that I don't know, that she knows. That makes so it goes to her. And so then he wants to glorify her, but she wants to say, well, I'm only the way I am because of the way you are. Hmm? It's all about you. <laughs> so this is this is Bhakti. No, it's you. No, it's you. And we should play this out with ourselves. No, it's you, Prabhu. No, you. Hmm? One said, Sridhar Maharaj told me, if you want to understand Vrindavan, go to the Howrah train station in Calcutta. And there you enter onto the platform and everybody rushes <laughs> to the train. It's like a you know, a stampede. He said, go there and just imagine if the train pulled up and everybody said, just acted the reverse. You go first. No, you go first. This is Vrindavan. <laughs> this, this is the difference between the material world and the spiritual world. It's a good example. Hmm? So, it's working like this between Radha and Krishna and Ganadhar. So he, he has that role. So you have to pay close attention. You play close, close attention like Bhakti we know then hmm? you worship Gorgadhar for Madurasa. Hmm? That was his deity. Hmm? Gorgadhar hmm? in Gundrum. Hmm? Very special position of Ganadhar Goswami. Hmm? But that's a huge topic But I just answer in brief. I've written about it when I wrote about this pancatatvatmakam krishnam bhaktarupasarupakam Bhaktalataram bhaktakyam namami bhakti-shaktikam as in the last verse corresponds with the first verse of the Mangal Charn, and there uh, some the mention of Gharadar has to has to has to be um, has to be penned so all right well it's very nice to sit with all of you and discuss these things and you have a question too one more Okay, alright, we'll try it. What's the time? We have time, huh? Uh,
2: Mahal, you mentioned that uh, Balaram is always with Krishna, uh, watching him as his other brother, but in Gauralila he uh, didn't did appear apparently as his brother. The brother Vishva
0: was his brother. So why is he not appear as his brother? Who is who is Right. So why, if if Nityananda is 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 Balaram, and he's Krishna's brother, right? Why wasn't he the other son of of uh, Sachi? Hmm? Well, that's a simple answer to that. The simple answer is. For the same reason that Balaram is not the son of Yashoda, <laughs> but he's the brother of Krishna, right? Hmm? He's the son of Rohini. Hmm? They are the closest friends, best friends, and brothers m- more than anything else by by affinity and by affection. Just like sometimes there may be a boy, I may have a son. Hmm? But he's so disobedient and such a problem for me, and meanwhile the neighbor boy is so polite and nice. He comes over and weeds the the garden and cuts the lawn and 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 he has affection for me. I have affection for for him. And then the neighbor starts saying, "That's the son. That's the real son. Hmm? He's the real son." Hmm? And they wonder, "What's the connection?" Yeah, well, again. The connection is affection, so affection rules. Um, there may be the formal realities, but uh, they may be transcended hmm, by the feelings. So so I mean you can say that really Balaram isn't even the half brother of Krishna. He's not even you could say, Well he's the half brother. No, that's Devakinandana Krishna, hm? Maturesh Krishna, hm? Coming from Devaki and Vasudev. Yes, Vasudev is the father of Balaram. Hmm? Raini is the mother, but Krishna's father is Nanda Maharaj. Right? So there's a parallel in that way. Vish from the elder brother of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, is said to be an expansion of Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? The purpose of of Leela. Hmm? So there's a as in many, every case, there's a correlation between the two leelas. The question would have been, if Balaram, if Nityananda is, is Balaram, why is he the son of Sachi? That would be the better question. Of course, he's not, so we don't have to ask that question. Nityananda Rama ki jai, Gauranga <laughs> Mahaprabhu ki jai, Gaur ki jai, Gaur Premanande. Very well.